Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. Our show and podcast will inform, educate, and illuminate the transformation, joy, and inspiration architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Hosted by, uh, of course, yours truly, Tom Duro. Thank you very much. Today, we're excited and happy to be joined by Ron Factor. Ron is the president of GLM Incorporated, an importer and distributor of premium hybrid architectural building products from Japan. Touching on the story, in the 1970s, Sadao Nishibori, a dealer in tropical timber lumber from Japan, invented an entirely innovative wood composite. He found his inspiration on a trip throughout the forests of Indonesia where he'd seen it firsthand the consequences of widespread and uncontrollable deforestation. Prior to this, Ron is a partner at Deloitte in Toronto where he founded and led the international consulting firm's global supply chain management consulting practice. Ron's also taught industrial engineering and has given numerous presentations to professional and industry associations on various supply chain and business topics. For more information, feel free to visit usa.geolam.com. Hello, Ron. We're honored and thrilled to have you on the Modern Architect Show. Thank you very much. Hello, Tom, and I'm both honored and thrilled to be here. So thank you for having me. Ron, you know, we're going to reach back a bit. Mm-hmm. If you can recall a galvanizing moment or moments, if you can look back at what you're doing now, where it kind of makes sense in a way, and it, it, it could have been, you know, a childhood, any time in and around there, usually it is, that you realize, wow, this is what really matters to me, and this is what I really value, and I want to contribute and help lead, you know, products, service, just make a better planet. I know that's a little grandiose, but just just to make things better for people, what what kind of drives you that way? Well, Tom, at my age, you're casting quite a challenge to me to go all the way back to my childhood. <laughs> so let me see if I can negotiate something okay. a little a little closer in time, but still uh, still some distance away. You know, my most of my professional career has been in in, in management consulting and I got involved in renovation properties and property renovation for personal investment. And I found that when that, that took me to places I had never been before, it took me to uh, dealing with architects whom I very greatly admire in terms of their artistic and a combination of artistic and practical abilities that they need to knit together mm-hmm. and into the construction business as well. And, and the challenges involved with bringing a good construction materials to, to a site. And I found that 
balancing all of that was was quite difficult. Now I'm going back a few decades now, uh, Tom. So, so you know, when I did that, it 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 kind of sat in my my mind that this is not a terribly simple thing to to have happen. And subsequently, I I took early retirement from my consulting career. Retirement does not suit me at all um, from a personality perspective, and I don't have the patience nor the maturity for it. And, uh, you know, got into this business and and did so when I recognized, and the light really went on, when I recognized what I saw in the GLM products, that they were an absolutely gorgeous meld of an embrace of environment, an embrace of absolute sheer quality of manufacturing and sheer practicality um, on the job site. And I thought, wow, this is a good place to be. And that that was, well, for me, a little over a decade ago that um, I, I got into this business in North America. I love that you use the word gorgeous because not a lot of building material or building solutions have gorgeous in them. Share with the your audience today uh, what that means to you. Well, you know, it really, I, I mean, the, the term itself it may sound somewhat flamboyant, and I certainly don't mean it that way, but I, I certainly mean it in the emotional sense of the word, that the boards themselves that we present to the market read wood. And that is a very important quality we found, certainly, to the design community that we presented to. They read wood far away, and they read wood up close as well. By reading wood, I'm talking about the the warm embrace that wood offers to the public uh, overall, to you know, to the owners and designers of, of of buildings. And so, I'm using gorgeous in that sense, in the in the, in the kind of emotional appeal that wood provides that other materials don't. Uh, it, it doesn't make other materials intrinsically. Bad or unsuitable for for any reason. It's just that wood does have its own particular type of natural appeal, and it's our reaction to that that provides the I think emotional response to it. In many ways, it's kind of an industrialized walk through the woods when you get to experience a wood type a wood like look and evoke all of the emotions of of wood, and yet have something that exceeds wood in terms of its durability and in terms of its performance. You've heard this word, I'm sure, many times as well as I do, is sustainability. But what's unique that I noticed in researching uh, GLM is there's a thrive component to the material. What I mean by that is it, in my view, correct me if I'm wrong, it actually goes beyond just sustainability. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you raise a good point here, Tom. I'm talking about the sustainability in terms of the use of the product and its durability. I mean, we do get asked quite frequently, what is the life cycle of your of your product? And the answer is we don't really know because we haven't reached it yet. You know, these, these products were introduced initially in the 70s as per your introduction. We have a product that has been installed for, for decades in very punishing conditions, you know, in the in the South Pacific, where, you know, our, our boards are sitting under unrelenting sun at the equator. And when I say unrelenting, they have very few clouds, so they get a very strong ultraviolet day in and day out. The boards look very, very close to brand new boards. So they, you know, they stand up to the punishment of ultraviolet, um, they stand up to the wear and tear, etc. So there is that element of sustainability. 
and I would call it on the output side of our production, on the input side of our production, you know, we have a factory in Japan. It's a 450,000 square feet of, of production. It processes over a million pounds of wood a year. This is all recycled wood. So we're very, as a manufacturer, very, very sensitive to our input materials. Our input materials define, as every input material does, the ultimate quality of the product. But there's very little impact that our input materials make on on the earth overall in terms of this these are these are recycled materials the the wood fibers are are recycled we have a very high quality thermoresin a polypropylene that goes into our boards which is mostly recycled comes from recycled car bumpers and food trays and so on and so you know in terms of the sustainability we look at sustainability from an input perspective and ultimately from a use perspective wow Fascinating. If you go back to the beginning, as close as we can, to uh, Sadao Nishibori's contribution and the initial vision and his experience to where it is today, can you touch on just a bit of that experience? Well, I think we have done a very good job of living up to what he wanted. I mean, this comes from an overall philosophy. I, I guess any business visionary is, is fundamentally a philosopher in addition to uh, oh, other, nice. other skills as well. But, you know, this man was a, a very strong adherent of his Shinto a tradition of respect uh, for nature. And he was a lumber dealer in, in, in Japan and, you know, quite upset by the deforestation that he witnessed on a trip to Indonesia, decided that, you know, I think we as a as humanity can do better than, than this. And, and he did. And he actually invented what we call wood polymer composite, which is now called wood plastic composite, WPC. And it manifests in, there are other companies that, that do wood plastic composite. The, the Geolam formula for doing this is, is quite unique. I'm certainly happy to talk about that if you so wish. But sure. what he was interested in doing is actually replacing the devastation of hardwood forests with a product that would be able to perform at least as well, if not better, and yet not impinge on the earth to such an extent. And he did. And this is what we're doing. And so it started off essentially with decking. And, you know, and you can think of your traditional, you know, hardwood deck, a teak uh, deck or an ipe uh, type deck. And you know, the GLM product is an alternative type product that has a number of advantages, certainly sustainability advantages and, and use advantages and, you know, color retention and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then we've gone into uh, different applications or what I would call business solutions. The decking is a particular business solution. It represents a relatively smaller part of our business now, the majority of our business being wood aesthetic cladding or siding and soffit boards. And and we've been very lucky that we have a team of absolutely superb engineers at our factory that have taken some of this initial technology and further developed it into something that, that I've witnessed nowhere else in the world, which is being able to adhere the wood plastic composite to aluminum such that we now have a cladding product that's primarily an aluminum product with a wood plastic composite on the exterior, 
you put it up on a building, it looks like a very clean, sanded, wood-like product. It's primarily aluminum. And aluminum is a, a fantastic product for that application in terms of weathering, in terms of durability, etc. So, uh, sorry for the rather long-winded response to your, no, to your question, excellent. but you touched close to our heart. And, and so I just wanted to respond in that way. But I think Mr. Nishibori would be quite pleased with <laughs> what he's seen happen to his initial thinking and his original philosophy. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Modern Architect radio show and podcast at KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Ron Factor, president of Geolam Incorporated, an importer and distributor of premium hybrid architectural building products from Japan. For more information, feel free to visit their website at usa.geolam.com. Again, that's usa.geolam.com. Com. Ron, if you're at uh, liberty to share uh, any of your recent projects that you're, you've worked on or working on, love to hear them. You don't have to name specific names unless you'd want to, but love to hear uh, a project or two that you're uh, working with. Well, Tom, I'd love to love to share some of these. We're, we're very proud of our product, and we're particularly proud to be part of the, the projects in which we participate. Let me just state at the beginning, that our sweet spot, if you like, is the business. In other words, our go-to is to the commercial, our architectural sector, because we we feel that our boards are best suited uh, to that. Having said that, given the the state of affairs, we do get lots of requests from high-end home builders and and high-end home owners. And so uh, our products uh, can be found on a number of private residences, which with the specifics of which I obviously you know cannot share. Uh, but um, in the greater part of our business, which is commercial uh, applications, our boards, we now have, see, we've been in North America for about 10 years now. We have uh, at this point about 600 uh, installations in North America. Uh, as you can appreciate, we, you know, for the first few years, we had zero and it took a while for us to get our name out there and our product out there and our product features accepted and whatever testing was required and, and so on. But I'll, yeah. I'll just mention a few, you know, for example, we are in McDonald's in several locations in New York City, down in the village in Manhattan and up Broadway and several McDonald's locations in France. We are we have our product in the Hyatt Regency hotel in Portland, Oregon. There's a very interesting installation we have. There are two Grammy museums. There's one in LA, I think that everybody knows about, and the secondary one in Cleveland, Mississippi. They put it in Mississippi because of the very strong musical legacy that Mississippi Mm -hmm. has provided to us. And we have our GLM boards. These are our architectural accent boards that are used for louvers and such, which are you know, kind of aluminum boards with a, a wood plastic composite on the exterior of them. And so we are in other museums um, as well and libraries and, and public buildings. We're in the King of Prussia Mall in Pennsylvania, a uh, number of schools in Texas. You know, I, I'm going to have to stop at, at this point, Tom, because I'll, <laughs> wow. I'll run out of our time here. Oh, wow. But that's significant, especially you mentioned, Ron, at the beginning, you spent, uh, it sounds like, several years just gaining some traction and visibility. 
Yeah, Tom, I mean, here's a product that was developed in Japan. And so the market was well-developed in, in Japan. It was picked up and is now headquartered in Zurich, Switzerland. So our head office of, of GLM is in Zurich, Switzerland. And they developed the market in Europe and in, um, in the Middle East and other parts of the world. And we found out about this and did our little due diligence and, and figured that this was a and this was a great product. I mean, it was. We were quite impressed by um, by the product and what it had to offer. We're very impressed by, you know, the company philosophy. We're very impressed by the quality that comes out of the Japanese factory. Mm -hmm. The the testing that they do exceeds normal acceptance testing. I mean, they 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 just go above and beyond from a quality perspective. And so we decided to bring this into North America. So we started really from a standing start in North America. And, you know, so the question is, who the heck is GLM? You know, we ain't never heard of you. And, you know, we had to build from there. Obviously, it's a bit of a slow build. It's not an established brand. There are other products and other solutions. Uh, you know, if you're into cladding or architectural, looking for architectural um, accent boards, if you're looking for decking, I mean, you've been doing business fine without without GLM all these years. And now there's a new kid on the block. So we were the new kid on the block. We had some comparative testing done of our product with other products in terms of, of performance. And we had in every test category, you know, we were top of the heap in terms of strength, in terms of durability, mm. in our decking, in terms of slip resistance, etc. And so this, from our decking perspective, was conducted by a, a third-party testing lab and you know we published these so we had some verifiable proof that we had a product that performed the architects have a pretty good have pretty good skills themselves in terms of what they prefer aesthetically and we got lots of very positive feedback that this is not something that reads plastic it's not something that is plastic but has a stamped or fake wood grain applied to it it actually has a true wood-like look to it and that's a message that we that we put out and that we we worked with and slowly slowly i mean we we built the business up slowly and we're mm -hmm. you know we're not where we want to be yet of course and but who is <laughs> but this is this is what we've done and we've got some very good acceptance and we've had very good support of course from our um our zurich head office as well yeah we'll segue that ron into the culture at geolim from Sadao's beginning to that center to where you are now, how would you describe the culture at GeoLab? Well, I'm very biased, Tom, so I hope you appreciate it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to give you an objective response to that. To that. It's a very good question, but you're not going to get an objective response. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, it, it's very inclusive and, and very respectful. I mean, you know, we have obviously, you know, we have a number of people involved in our, in our organization, our operation. It's just, you know, and particularly as, you know, as I was promoting this business, I, I was fortunate in the sense that my career in management consulting, I got to see a lot of different companies and I got to see what works well and what doesn't work that well. And I got to develop my own set of preferences in terms of, you know, my own organization. And, you know, what do I want to see? How, how do I want people to relate to each other? How do I want people to relate to our customers, to our suppliers? You know, how do we treat people who aren't nice to us? 
you know, all, all that uh, kind of thing. And I've, uh, you know, there's only, you're only going through this once, all of us, right? And so let's, let's do it right. Let's be nice to each other. Let's, let's make it work. And generally, it, you know, the returns are made in kind that we have tended to be, to be treated very well. Our customers have responded very well to us accordingly. And I think we have a very good, certainly a very good work ethic, but a very good and positive work culture as well. Outstanding. Well, uh, well stated and described. Thank you very much, Ron. This is the uh, Modern Architect on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Ron Factor, president of Geolam Incorporated. For more information, feel free to visit their website at usa.geolam.com. That's usa.geolam.com. Ron, with architecture and construction constantly uh, constantly evolving, the expectations for architects and builders evolve as well. What's changed in your experience, say, the last two to three years? Tom, I, I think the answer I would give to you around two to three years would be the same answer I would give to you if you asked the question with a broader timeline as well. I think there is a, a greater demand for quality products, now the pro- products that perform. We just see more and more of this. I mean, there, there's still, you know, you'll still witness some slapdash, you know, build, you know, build a building, flip it. And, and you know, let me, let me get my money and, and get out. But, you know, what we have seen, and uh, we see it a lot with our product, because this is the space that we play in, is that for a very, a premium, well-performing product, the, these are decision makers who are looking to put a quality product onto their building, one that lasts and one that reflects their brand. For example, uh, Tom, I mentioned earlier that our products have a, you know, have a wood aesthetic. There are lots mm-hmm. of ways to get a, a wood aesthetic such that, you know, from a distance and, and without my glasses, things kind of can look like wood. But when you get up close, <laughs> you know, they, they don't always pass the same test. And you know, if you're a commercial enterprise and you're running anything from a, well, I don't know, a, a yoga studio, for example, to a corporate headquarters, and people are coming up close um, to your your building, the actual material itself re- reflects. Mm. It reflects you. It's, mm. you know, kind of like you as an individual, when you, you go out to meet someone and you put on a clean shirt and, you know, present well, and it presents in a certain way, and, and so does a, so does a, a building. And so, you know, what we have found is that a lot of um, the construction industry is responding to the requirements of their customers and their clients in terms of, you know, build me something that speaks well to my brand. Hmm. You love that. What, Ron, what would you like to share with your audience today that we haven't discussed that, uh, at least for right now, that you think is is, uh, really important for them to know? Well, the only thing I would add to that, Tom, is just a a follow-on to your previous previous very good question, which is, you know, a question of of education and and information. You know, one of the things that we we have done, Tom, over the last number of years is uh, provide education to the building industry. We have a separate drop-down on our website with an education center, we have a um, our national sales director uh, Yancey Hughes uh, out of Tennessee provides webinars. As a result of the pandemic, we we don't get to travel that much, of course, 
Mm-hmm. But we've run very successful webinars that provide AIA uh, credits to to participants, mm-hmm. but are informative. And the webinars that we put together are webinars that provide to the architects examples of how they can go about achieving a wood aesthetic to the exterior of the building. What that means is we mm-hmm. we need to be uh, very truthful about about the, our, our GLM products as well as competing products, other alternatives. And what we want is we want the decision makers to be fully informed. They maybe don't always like GLM for whatever reason. They may not like the colors that we have. They may not they may be looking for something, um, you know, a bit different for one reason or another. They may be looking at different price points, but we want them to make an informed decision. And the only way they can make an informed decision is if we can get out there and inform them. These are the pros and contras. We consider ourselves to be a category of one in, in the class that we're in, which is a wood plastic composite on, mm. on aluminum. There are other aluminum products. There's painted aluminum and printed aluminum and so on. And um, architects and others need to make a decision around a GLM product versus one of these others. And we just want them to make an informed decision. We understand that decision won't always fall in our favor, but we're happy as long as it, mm. as long as it's informed because <laughs> we'll get our fair share. And that's really all we're, we're looking for. Ron, it's been an honor and pleasure having you as our guest today. Thank you very much. Uh, Tom, you're very welcome. I figured this was going to be fun, and it was even more fun than I thought. So thank you for the opportunity. (laughs) I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Ron. I love having you. I had a sense when we started it was going to be a great time, and it it definitely was. So thank you very much again. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been Ron Factor. Ron is president of Geolam Incorporated, an importer and distributor of premium hybrid architectural building products from Japan. Touching on the story, in the 1970s, Sadao Nishibori, a dealer in tropical timber lumber from Japan, invented an entirely innovative wood composite. He found his inspiration on the trip through the forests of Indonesia, where he'd seen firsthand the consequences of widespread and uncontrolled deforestation. Ron, prior to uh, Ron being president of GOM, he was a partner at Deloitte in Toronto, where he founded and led the international consulting firm's global supply chain management consulting practice. Ron's also taught industrial engineering and has given numerous presentations to professional and industry associations on various supply chain and business topics. For more information, again, feel free to visit GOM at jsa.geolam.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. Thank you. Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect.